<laughs> Round two, baby. Yo, what up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 185. And today we're here with my guy, EJ Cruz of the Parables Podcast. Oh, brother, I appreciate you, man. What's Thanks up, for bro? having me, man. Dude, so uh, I wanted to have you back on the pod for two reasons. One, because you're a podcaster and, you know, I like tech- talking to other podcasters. Same. And for two, I know how it is to be a host of a podcast. You're the one that's always listening and asking the questions, but you never really have a chance to give your input like in a longer form. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I wanted to have you on to uh, to pick your brain about just life in general, you know? Yeah. So uh, and then when I when we were just sitting down right now, I just wanted to see when the last time you were in. Dude, the world's crazy, bro. The last episode you were on was episode 86 and we're 185. Dude, nope. that's why i just want to let everyone know this guy pushing episodes like crazy that's just wild because i feel like it wasn't that it was long ago but it wasn't that long ago when yeah. you really look at it and for you to push out a hundred episodes in between dude, <laughs> i want to know your schedule bro i want to know how you're doing it man dude it's hard bro it you know is. like i was telling you off air uh last week i took uh, we upload monday and thursday okay and i took that that whole time off because i was just like dude i'm fucking burnt out right now i didn't announce it i didn't say anything i just didn't put out an episode mm-hmm. for for the one reason i wanted to see if people would reach out and say hey no episode today how did that and, go did you get like a response like hey where's the episode i mean you know whenever you're expecting a, a good response you never get it dude i got like <laughs> a couple people and i was like damn i feel really shitty you know <laughs> yeah. but then i i was thinking about it you know people just expect the pods to come out they expect it to be done and that's all they all their part in this is is just to listen yeah. Whether they give feedback or not, whether they tell anybody about it or not, the the most that they can do is just listen, mm-hmm. you know? So when they didn't see an episode pop up, it probably didn't even register in people's minds, like on the other side of things, you know? So yeah. that's one thing that I wanted to talk to you about uh, with the Parables podcast. It looked like you had like a, a gap in time from, from May to June for mm-hmm. uploading so uh tell me about the struggles of being a podcaster (laughs) dude i love first off man i love we just spoke about i love being a guest and then dude me and you yeah again we resonate so much because we're we both host like you know pretty active podcasts yeah yours is way act more active than mine but you know really the struggle for me is that one is just like you i like it to be in person right because it's more intimate i feel like it's more raw there's just like that interaction face-to-face that's way different than on zoom yeah right definitely as we know with the pandemic like everyone is shifting towards zoom and more in a, in a digital route yeah so i think that's one of the problems because obviously my location is a disadvantage to other people right then of course it's like the schedule like the conflict of scheduling mm-hmm. right especially the type of people i like to get on my podcast of course they're busy i'm busy there's a lot of stuff going on um it's just a struggle man i mean it, it's hard to kind of just get a system in place and I think part of it is my fault too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there's so a big thing that I've always been trying to work on, even uh, since the last time I was on here, is working on systems, right? Systems, for instance, like this is like a really, really uh, maybe a bad example, but like just time wise, right? Building a system. For instance, me, I get a haircut every Thursday at 9 a.m. Gotcha. Right? And like I wanna have a system, and again, that may be a bad um, example, but I wanna have a system in place, and I'm still trying to figure it out, right? Where um, when I do my podcast episodes, when it's like recorded, when does it come out, right? Like a very, very strict schedule. Yeah. Right? When's the time frame for editing? 
Um, like for instance, like my edits, like my highlight reels, right, that we put on social media, I have a guy I outsource it to. Oh, got you. Okay. Right. That helps save some time. But really just systemizing it so it's easier. I mean, like I even like I have a bunch of buddies. Like again, the world is just changing, right? So I don't know if you know, but a big part of businesses now that's an asset to a business or compliments people's business are virtual assistants. Right. Okay. These people that, you know, you reach out to like, you know, uh, different countries. Right. And they're able to help your business with like more like admin work or logistic work. Right. Whether that's editing, whether that's doing like payroll, um, it, it really takes a, a, a lot of stuff out of like, you know, the entrepreneur or the business owner's hands. Gotcha. Right. And it's cheaper. Right. Yeah. You don't have to hire someone. You know, you're, you know, again, like you don't have to worry about the, everything that comes into hiring an employee. Yeah. Right. It's like someone, and of course it, it is cheaper, right? So two things happen. One, it helps take all that workload off of you. At the same time, then you're helping someone, you know, especially like, for instance, like if they're from the Philippines or gotcha, Mexico gotcha, or something, gotcha. you know, they yeah. have a form of income. Yeah. So it's kind of like a beautiful thing. Yeah, both definitely. Parties. Um, I have a lot of friends and in multiple industries that are using that virtual assistance. So I bring that up because they've been telling me like, EJ, you got to like somehow systemize this thing so it takes a uh you know some of that work out of your plate yeah i just haven't found how to have those like something like that kind of complement the business and i'm still trying to figure that out i mean like i would even want to know how how you do it i mean you've been able to push 100 episodes between you know the last episode we did yeah and i'm sure you have a strict schedule like you said right you have two episodes that release yeah. per week um, i'm sure you have a turnaround time very strict of when it's edited when it goes um you know it's just it's just hard man it, it's hard and i think it's just like with anything right with family too like i'm sure you have a system like yeah hey like this is when we eat this is when it's family time or things like that then you start to open that dialogue about like non-negotiables yeah that, that's part of your system right yeah so yeah i would uh i would love to say that i'm there but i'm definitely not you know <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah um I, it's still a struggle that i'm trying to figure out you know um I do like when things are, are scheduled and when you're on like a, a tight schedule, mm -hmm. but sometimes reality just doesn't work like that. You know, Absolutely. if I was a, only a podcaster, then I could make it like that. But podcasting is like still right now is a thing that I'm doing as a hobby, mm -hmm. you know, so this time that I take away, uh, I just fit it in wherever I can. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, with it being like unscheduled and trying to figure out things and when to do it, the only constants that I do have are the days and the times that I upload. Mm -hmm. So it has to be done by then. So my upload time is 3 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, Monday and Thursday, mm -hmm. which is 6 a.m. East Coast. Yeah. So when East Coast guys are waking up, going to work on their on their tr uh, trip to work or whatever, their commute, you know, yeah. they could listen to it there. So, um, and then West Coast guys, whenever they get up, it's already ready for them. So that's my only constant that I need to make sure that that's done. But sometimes, bro, I, you know, I'm not perfect, dude. I cut it super close. Like today, say if, uh, if today was a Wednesday and tomorrow's the episode, I've recorded episodes, finished them, went home, edited them and made it, made the upload happen like an hour before, two hours before. I've done that too. You know, and yeah. it's just those things that you have to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you have your life so structured, when something messes up that structure, then it causes a lot more issues, you know, because you're out of sync mm -hmm. now. Yeah. So um, the way that I do things, man, is I'll just, like this week I've done, this is probably my fourth, third or fourth podcast. 
wow. this week. So this podcast itself is probably going to come out in like a week and a half or two weeks. Yeah. So that's how I like it. You know, I'll slam everything into maybe two weeks. And then the other the other two weeks, I'm already I'm good. Yeah. So that could give me more time to figure out what guest I want to get, you know, whether it's going to be a Zoom or in person, uh, who do I want to talk to? And it takes less pressure away from me rather than saying like, oh, fuck, I need an episode tomorrow. Who am I going to get? Which yeah. that does happen as yeah, well. That's happened to me, too. And so this is a prime example, right? Before COVID happened, thankfully, I had a huge backlog of episodes. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I don't know what the heck's going to happen with this COVID thing. Again, I like to do my um, podcast episodes in person. Yeah. Right. But because of COVID, I knew like, okay, thank God I have these backlog of episodes. But now we somewhat semi reopened. Yeah. And I technically almost ran out of episodes. Yeah. You know what I mean? But see, the thing with me is like, I, I it's kind of like a pro and con type of thing. Right. Um, with my episodes, I like it in my podcast because I, I control it, right? If, if I'm just not feeling it, then like, cool, then I'm not going to do it, yeah. right? But then at the same time, what hurts is because I don't have like the structure and consistency like I used to, it does hurt me because yeah. then there's no consistency. Then the audience isn't growing. Definitely. You get what I'm saying? So I am witness, I am experiencing that now where my actually uh, listenership has dropped, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But I will say I know I have loyal listeners like they're always from the same like city, yeah. same country, whatever it may be. They always listen like it. You know what I mean? And some people just don't listen at the time you release or within that week. Sometimes mm -hmm. they catch up and I do have loyal listeners that I like to catch up. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like I'm I look back like, oh, this episode released like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. And then like you see a spike. Yeah. Like, the listening. I'm just like, what the heck? Yeah. It's like, did you just get like the notification <laughs> now? You know, what I'm saying? was there like a delay in the notification? I don't know. But yeah, man, it's um, but no, like I said, I admire like wh what you do and how consistent it's been because I know for me it's been tough and uh, I want to pick it back up. I just got to find that that flow. Yeah. Okay. You know what the thing is, man, is what I tell everybody that's that's uh, doing something content related. Say, look, you have to look at it through your um, your viewers point of view. Yeah. So I look at podcasting as uh, as a fan of podcasting right so mm -hmm. i have maybe 20 or 30 podcasts that i'll rotate in between and it solely depends on my mood so there's very few that as soon as they upload i'm listening to them which one is going to be the joe budden podcast mm -hmm. that one every every wednesday and every saturday i'm set to watch it mm -hmm. or to listen to it mm -hmm. you know wednesday i come here i'm excited to mm -hmm. do it, put it on in the morning. And then Saturday, I'm usually like cleaning or something, washing the cars. I'll put the podcast on, you know, mm -hmm. but that's the only one. You know, I have Brilliant Idiots. I have a Joe Rogan podcast, you know, the uh, the MF CEO, which is now uh, the AF. What is it? Real. Real, real AF, you yeah. know, Andy Frisella. Um, and I'll touch on all of those whenever I get a chance. Mm -hmm. So I have to think of it like uh i have to look at it from the podcaster's view of things yeah. you know maybe the guest that i'm having on doesn't align with the with their interest mm -hmm. you know so i'm just putting out content putting it out putting it out and hopefully somebody listens to it and maybe they're into uh you know a lot of our guests are car guest yeah. you know so maybe they're into uh hondas and then they hear it like wow i didn't even know that downstar had a podcast and then they look at our backlog and it's like every big honda enthusiast yep. ever yeah. so that's kind of what i'm banking on you know and mm -hmm. uh, I, i'm going more of like the you know you're familiar with russ the rapper yeah 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 russ i'm going more of that 
kind of way you know you're just putting it out putting out putting out content you're the one that's a hundred percent solely into all of this so one day when it does pop then we're gonna reap the benefits of everything yeah so right now i'm just on grind mode man so my recommendation would be to you is to pick a day stick to that day stick to that time and that is that is the same thing as you having to go to work you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you would never not go to work because, oh, I have to go do this or I have to go do that. You have to be there. So yeah. your podcast, your YouTube episode, whatever it is, has to upload on that day. Yeah. And you just do one one a week, you know, and yeah. then maybe in one week you knock out three or four podcasts and now you're Gucci for a month. Yeah, yeah. There, I remember one week, I think I did like maybe five yeah. episodes, dude. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, man. And then, um, you know, on the equipment or technical side or the media side i remember like oh crap i have to unload the media because then i need more space oh yeah you know like just all that stuff and i remember like just constantly constantly and then they eventually i was able to buy more media drives and storage and like i had a little more time yeah but i remember even buying like the second like media storage i was like oh thank god it gives me more time to like edit and like you know instead of like just uh putting the like in crunch time yeah but i know exactly what you're saying because you know my podcast you've been on my podcast Mm -hmm. uh show right it's at my house and I used to have every Thursdays also, right? What I quickly realized is like, oh crap, I forgot I have lawn maintenance that day. God, so it oh, gets loud, God, it gets loud. I got dogs and it's a little more uh, distracting. Yes. You know, that's why like, again, I always get inspired when I come here. Well, shoot, I see my sticker right there. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> hell yeah. I got your card right here too, dude. Oh shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it's a little hard cause I have it at home because uh i like to think i have a controlled environment but it's just not as controlled as i'd like yeah right so like dude i got people you know doorbelling whether that's you know the the post office guy or like Uh, amazon or just whoever there was a time i think i told you this too like where my power went out yeah yeah you know what i mean and then like i have lawn maintenance so basically i was like okay thursday i can't do no more gotcha has to be wednesday friday or maybe even the weekend if i'm off work right but um, yeah, dude, it's just ongoing, bro. I used to think I had like a set schedule, but um, I kind of like, again, like the flexibility. It's just, again, it hurts because I haven't been consistent. And again, the listenership has kind of dropped a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm picking back up. Like, I think you, you just mentioned it. Like when COVID happened, I think I didn't have an episode for like two months. Yeah. Right. And it's funny, my last episode, the next episode I'm going to drop, it's with a professional boxer. His name is um, Jose Lopez. He's considers he calls himself the Riverside Rocky. Okay, professional nice. boxer. Yeah, super cool guy. He, we recorded the episode right before like COVID really hit, right? Yeah. And I haven't released this episode yet. So I don't like to leave it that far out because I feel like, you know, like when, like you, right? Like me and you, right? You're going to release this in about a week and a half. Yeah. It, it's more relevant. It's more current, right? Where me and him... We spoke right before COVID, and now I'm going to release it like two to three months uh, after. Got you. You know what I mean? So yeah. every time all the people I've helped with podcasting, you know, in their shows, I always tell them like, hey, dude, you should never have a podcast episode linger more than a month. Yeah. Because just because Definitely. of the relevancy yeah, and current. Yeah, yeah, And here I am not practicing what I preach. You know? Hey, we do that all the time, man. I never take my own advice. <laughs> Yeah, it's human nature but it is hard man especially how you do it you know your location you do it out of your home and the uh, the guests that you get are very high profile guests and they all understand that you know time is money so it's very hard to get somebody to commit to you know like a, a an hour hour and a half conversation not including travel time or whatever they're taking out of their day so you've definitely stacked the cards against yourself 
but the people that you are talking to are people that you know uh, is in the space that you're looking to to grow in yeah so it's just it's it's just the name of the game man it's just, it's it's definitely going to be hard and everybody that does podcasts they like that genuinely want to do podcasts because you know it's it's their passion it, it's hard man yeah you know and i say that because if you were doing podcasts for a, a different reason if you had you know uh somebody backing you if this was your full-time thing then you can take it to a different level yeah. a lot sooner. like if you have a team if you have a team yeah. if you have a location if you're more central you know if your time is free you know if you didn't have a wife if you didn't have anything yeah. dude but it's you mix all this stuff in there and then this is something that you want to do as well the podcast that you just have to find a way to make it all work you know so mm -hmm. don't be too hard on yourself man no, it's, it's it's fucking it is hard it's yeah. a hard grind it's a it's a hard grind, but I also want to put out there it's it's because I actually did a presentation on podcasting. I did a PowerPoint called the the Power Podcasting, right? And I actually presented how easy it could be. Yeah, right. I just think it depends. Me and you, we're the type of people we like to hold ourselves to high standards. We Definitely. care about quality, so of course we're gonna be a little harder on each other, and of course like hard on ourselves. Yeah, and we expect like you know high you know the high quality, right? Yeah. And um, but you know just everyone that's listening out there like. It's hard if you take it serious like me and Frank do, right? But I think uh, if you're really just starting a podcast, you want to see where it takes you, things like that, you're trying to grow it. Uh, what I will say, it's a lot easier too than you think. Definitely. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, people do it. People uh, start podcasts for free. They even like do it through their phone. Like it's really, you could become pretty resourceful when you start your own podcast, right? So, yeah. yeah. I, I've told people, man, you have the audio uh, on your phone or just video or whatever. Just put that shit up and talk to friends and, you know, put on your Instagram, put yeah. it on your IGTV. You could call it whatever you want. Johnny's podcast. It yeah. doesn't matter, dude. You know, but there's different levels to things. Mm -hmm. I want to compare myself to like the biggest in the game, like a Joe Rogan, mm -hmm. you know? So that is my ideal goal. I want to be mentioned in 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 the same sentence as like yeah. a Joe Rogan, as a Joe Budden podcast, you know, Brilliant Idiots, you know, Andy Frisella, things like that. So those are my goals, but those aren't everybody's goals. And if you want to have a podcast, just to have a podcast, dude, it's like, it's extremely easy. Yeah. And fun. It's oh yeah, fun, dude. Sure, I man. love it, man. I love just sitting down and talking to people and yeah. picking their brain. So, um, that brings me to my next question. When you have people on your podcast, what are things that are going through your mind of what kind of guests I want to get? What are the things I want to ask? And how do I reach out to these people to make these questions? How, how do you cook it all up? Yeah, you know what? Um, I've kind of pivoted because, um, you know, you mentioned that I, I've gotten some pretty high profile guests on my podcast. And, you know, it's true. Yeah. Right. And um, shout out to them because they gave me a chance and it's actually helped build credibility. Definitely. Right. And that's why I've been given, uh, you know, these people are actually do agree to travel to me. Mm -hmm. Right. That doesn't happen all the time. Definitely. Right. They're just like, oh, no, I don't got time to do that. Right. So shout out to them. But I've kind of like pivoted a little bit because I feel like and it was just like I know, you know, this, too. When we started this platform, we kind of just want to do for fun. And then we started seeing the power of it. Right. The inspiration, the influence and kind of like just everything that revolves around the platform. Right. And what I began to realize was, again, at least for mine and my theme of my podcast was I felt like at a certain point there was an obligation now that I have. Yeah. Right. At least for mine. Right. To really spread inspiration, spread that influence knowledge, wisdom, little fun here and there, education, whatever it may be, right? And um, 
I, I began to realize like, dude, this is like such a crazy platform because of the amount of people we're able to reach. Right. Again, like I don't know anyone outside of freaking the US and Canada, but I got like 65 countries listening. Yeah, to me, right? it's crazy. Right. So I, then I, I really thought to myself like, man, some people need a voice. Yeah. You know, some of these underrated people like under the radar, you know what I mean? These are good people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I do still, of course, I'm not going to say no to like The Rock or, Kevin Hart <laughs> yeah. or Andy Frisella. Andy, you know, they, these guys will eventually be on our podcast. Yeah, I know it, right? Hopefully. But like I like to find like these underdogs or like these gotcha. under the radar people gotcha. and like just give them a voice. Because I feel like obviously the people out there, you know, publicly, they're, you know, celebrities, famous, whatever they may be, right? We, we kind of know them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas these other people, I kind of feel like, yo, like, let's get to know you. Like, the world needs to know who you are and what you do. Just like kind of what, what I got. Yeah. Like, what I know about you. Right. So I've kind of pivoted. And also, I think like people are getting the same people all the time, especially like if you're focused on like a niche. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, with me, if I'm focused on business and entrepreneurship, obviously, like the high profile of the people out there, their names are out there. People always ask them and they're they, they, they're on multiple podcast shows right yeah. so again i've kind of pivoted but again i ain't gonna say no right yeah um as far as how, how i reach out to them you know lately again i pivoted where a lot of my guests have been just by f- introductions gotcha right i've been able to build so many cool relationships to where people are just like oh dude this is ej he has a podcast you should get on it you know be before i used to we're talking we talk about systems right i used to have like this habit every day I would reach out to two guests, gotcha. potential guests, reach okay. out to them, try to see if they could get on my podcast. That was before when I first started. Now it's just been more of introductions, gotcha. like really. Like I think I, I have such a big pride, and I know you do too, when people, like when I walked in, you had my video up. That was Hell awesome. Yeah. When people come on my podcast, I, I, I treat it like a restaurant. Like you leave here like happy, satisfied, full-blown experience, right? And that speaks for itself because now they are automatically like we accept, we know we have this friendship, this relationship now. Now all their friends, their buddies are all their people that they network with or whatever. You know, they speak highly of the podcast and they're just like naturally, I don't even ask them. They're just like naturally like, dude, like you got to check out my boy's podcast. I was just on it. It was sick. Um, You know, uh, he's, you know, whatever. Right. So I kind of pivoted. I used to reach out to people and it was simple literally like dm email yeah you know not so much of like hey can you you should hop on my podcast this and that i've learned that it's just kind of like mentorship you can't just ask someone up you can't just be a full-blown stranger and ask someone hey can i take you out for a cup of coffee hey can i pick your brain right these people and i get it now because time is very very valuable right there has to be like this sense of like a concept called like a exchange value Okay. Right. Like, so just to say, for instance, like I reached out to Kevin Hart, Mm -hmm. right? He's fucking busy as fuck. Yeah. Right. If I reach out to him, say like, Hey, I would love to hang out with you and pick out, pick your brain. Ain't going to happen. Yeah. I'd like to take out a cup of coffee. Ain't going to happen. Right. But if he naturally knew that I, I was into comedy, maybe for instance, right. Example, I was a real, real fan of comedy. I was a real, you know, fan of his work. Yeah. And I showed, I showed that somehow. Right. It's like, hey, Kevin, sorry, I know you're busy, but I noticed like throughout your career, you did this and did that. You know, I'm looking to get into this space, too. You know, you just just being a real fan. Does yeah, that make sense? Yeah, no, you definitely. know, it's it's like such a turnoff when people just want something from you, but you don't exchange anything 
in return. Yeah, no, I I totally get what you mean. It's uh, you know respecting people's times and just being genuine. You know,、mm-hmm. I can tell when somebody's genuine. You know, I always look at things from my point of view, from downstar, from you know customers reaching out to us, and、um, you know I think if we get this this kind of Love and attention. Just imagine somebody ten x, twenty x times larger than I am, and my time is already kind of tapped out. You know, so if somebody were to reach out to me and say, "I've had it happen before," they reach out and they say, "Hey, man,、uh, I need, I want to see if I can talk to you about something. Can I give you a call?" I'm like, "Uh, you know." But if they come at me in a in a different way and they explain what they're doing, you know, I and then they bring up key points about my history that. I really didn't put out there, but they caught it. That、mm-hmm. catches my eye. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm gonna give you an example. So I've had people, of course, I'm sure you gotten this too, right? There came a point where it's like you would you would reach out to so many people and、um, you'd want them to be a guest on your podcast. Yeah, then it switched, right? Yeah, people are like reaching out to you. Yo, I would love to be on your podcast. Hey, so and so, I know someone that'd be great on your podcast, right? You know, and then you, you, I'm sure you're particular who you have on your podcast,、yeah. right? So am I, right? And it people catch your attention. Like I had one person reach out. It's weird. Like when podcasting blew up, all of a sudden there's like these agencies, like they're the mediator to getting you onto a podcast. Yeah, and then like、gotcha. whoever this person is, right? And I had someone really catch my attention. He's like, "Hey, EJ,、um, my name is so and so. I work with this company.、Um, I help, you know."、Um, These people try to get on their po-、uh, on people's podcasts, right?、Um, I think you'd be a great fit. This is the reason why. This is who they are. I actually listened to your to- these episodes. I loved how you know you guys spoke about、yes. this, spoke about that. I left you a review, dude. That caught my attention. Hell yeah! You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. And and、uh, to talk about the the value, and I think a lot of people are like, oh, that motherfucker thinks he's too cool for everyone,、yeah. or you know that you know he's just you know whatever, right? I'll give you an example. I've had so many people reach out to me, you know, about podcasting advice. Right? I've helped maybe about twenty shows get up and running. Oh、right? wow! Yeah, just because like you know I love it and like I wanted people to experience what I've experienced. Right? Definitely. But only about five of them took it serious,、mm-hmm. and now their podcast is killing it, or they're like they're either like they're killing, they're like they're re- they really took it, they really took off. Right? Those other fifteen. Yeah, it was a lending hand, but let's be real—you wasted my time. Yeah, because you didn't take what I told you and apply it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's where it all comes together again as to why some people they won't give you the time of day. You have to show your urgency and how serious you are. Yeah. When it comes to, especially when you're asking for a favor. Yeah. Favor,、definitely. like you know what I mean? Hey, I would love again. I would love to know more about podcasting、uh, if you have time. I would love to get together and talk about it. You know what I'm saying? But I need to, I need to know, and that's just an example. But I need to know you're fucking serious. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. So that's that's just how it all is, man. Yeah, no, definitely, dude. And and doing the podcast that we do twice a week, that kind of shows people off the bat, like that we're serious about it. So this deep into it, it's making it a little easier to reach out to people, and especially for like Skype. Being、uh, accepted in the podcast realm as of now, that's helped out.、Uh, you know, get a lot of guests on and take a lot of weight off my shoulders、mm-hmm. as well. And、um, it gives me opportunity to talk to people that I wouldn't really be able to have in studio. You know, whether they're in LA or not, if they're if they're very busy people, it's hard to get them to drive. You know, two plus hours out of their way、mm-hmm. and then spend time here podcasting. That you're, I'm asking somebody for half of their whole day. 
yeah to come over here and do this podcast yeah. so it, it's kind of been beneficial that like skype has been uh accepted as a form of podcasting i i personally i would rather have everybody in studio yeah we have to make those few exceptions definitely like people have health problems too that could be another reason right yeah. and then again like half like it requires a lot of their hours throughout the day you know what i mean so we you have to make a few exceptions yeah, yeah. but i totally understand what you're saying man if people aren't serious you can tell that they're not serious but if people are serious about it you can tell and that's just going through their social media seeing how active they are seeing what kind of things that they're doing the engagement that they're having the personality that they're they're um they're showing all of us because everything that you see on social media is what i want to show you you know mm-hmm. so everybody else is the same way so if you're presenting yourself in a, in a right way i see that you're hustling i see that you're trying i, I don't mind helping people out at all you know, mm-hmm. I'll even have people on the podcast as a guest, you know, that don't have a huge following, but I see that they're trying and I want to give them that audience where maybe their products can be used by our customers. Yeah. You know, or a podcast like yourself that maybe they're not familiar with. They'll check it out and they'll say, oh, wait, I like the way that EJ does the podcast and maybe, you know, get people to check you out. You know, so this is what I feel like. This is the podcast that, that you and I have our platforms that maybe we never had when we were on our come up mm-hmm. you know because i never had anybody that really reached out to me and wanted to put me on a platform mm-hmm. wanted to highlight what i was doing yeah. you know uh, other than you know being in a magazine and having a few paragraphs or something like that but yeah. everything else was you know either i put myself in that situation or it was a, a favor for a favor or something like that you know so i want to be that person for people who are on their grind that I can reach out to them and hopefully help them out wherever I can. Yeah. And word of advice to everyone out there, let's just say you don't want to start a podcast or maybe just you don't have the time, whatever. If you're a brand or business and you're trying to stay relevant or trying to grow or market yourself or just, you know, for the exposure, dude, it is as it is essential that you try to be on every podcast show yeah. that you can. Right. And you know, that's where it comes down to, again, what we just spoke about. Like, how do you reach out to people to become a podcast, get like to be a guest on their show? Right. Yeah. Well, again, how are you going to stick out? Could you imagine how many people probably would love to be on Joe Rogan's podcast? Yeah. You know I'm saying? And again, people like me and you, even though we're not at that level, but we're very particular. Right. Of who comes on our show. Yeah. Right. Are you there to provide like for me and my podcast? Are you there to actually provide value? Are you there to have fun? Are you there to be uh inspiration to the world right or are you there to just for the exposure yeah again we live in a world i always tell people and like you said like if you could kind of like sense if it's like they have like good intentions or not definitely definitely. i feel like america is like getting more dumb just because of everything that's happening right now but then at the same time we're getting a little more common sense where we could just smell bullshit from a mile away. Yeah. If you're that person, if you're trained for that, dude, it's so easy for me to spot things out, you know, in any type of person, not just a younger person, older person, anybody, man. If, If I watch somebody for a short amount of time, I can tell what they're all about. Sit me down with somebody for two hours. I can tell you what kind of person this person is because it's just they're throwing, you know, um, information at me that they might not even know that they're putting out. Yeah. You know, and it's just because I'm so self-aware, I'm so critical of myself, 
I'm so aware of everything that I'm doing that I I understand a language that some other people don't understand, which will make me not want to mess with somebody or which will make me really want to mess with somebody, even though our like paths don't really align. Mm -hmm. You know, I've talked to certain people and I'm like, damn, that person has dope ass energy. I don't know how we align in any way right now, but just to be like around that person is yeah. is dope just to have a conversation yeah with them. it's that presence man it's how they carry themselves it's who they hang around with you know what i mean um everything everything's pretty observable yeah. especially to people like me and you i'm very observant of like people you yeah know what I'm saying? It's definitely just, i don't know just being aware you know yeah. what i mean so so i was watching one of your uh last podcast i think it was 76 if i'm not mistaken the uh the slushy guy oh yeah yeah so tell my, me about that man. My, my boy that was a that was a little different i was listening to it and then i actually when i put the youtube video on i saw the the thumbnail for it and i said wow this dude really wore a mask <laughs> so he he dude slush god amazing guy you know he started a brand or he actually started a movement actually it started as a hashtag got you right and since then he's be, been able to create like a a movement a brand and if you look on his ig it's just an anonymous person okay everybody we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be back in one minute hilto automotive has been a supporter of downtime with downstar for quite some time now and we know that they're in your corner that they got your back whether you're under a car or you just need some help no matter your race creed engine platform preference that motto stands true Accord, Civic, S2000, any Honda, any customer, anywhere in the world with equal respectful treatment for all. We at Downtime with Downstar share these values. And as a special gift to Downtime listeners, they are giving you guys a special deal. Using the Let's Deal function at the top of HeeltoeAuto.com, you'll find an option to request a special quote. Submit a special quote using the key phrase, I'm down with Downstar. Once again, the key phrase is, I'm down with Downstar for a special deal on whatever you're shopping for. And of course, if you need any help, Marcus from Heeltoe is available by call, text, email to help out. Heeltoe wishes you guys a happy, healthy, and safe 2020. So I know a lot of you guys are questioning, what is this whole cult thing that's going on? Well, we at Downstar are starting our own cult. What is it? Are you going to have to drink punch? Are we going to sleep with your wives? No, none of that yet. But what it is, is a direct number to us, meaning me, Frank Downstar, I'm the one that's answering the text. So please, right now, text us, 818-403-3473. You're just going to have to follow a couple simple steps, get added to your contacts, and uh, text us. You know, let us know what you're thinking of the episode so far. If you guys have any questions, anything like that, anything, even want to talk about life, man, just shoot us a text. We're here to help you guys out and we're here to have some fun, man. And uh, that's what the cult's about. So come join the cult. 818-403-3473. No charges. We're not going to be selling your info. No bullshit like that, guys. Just straight up fun. So make sure you guys shoot us a text right now. 818-403-3473 and uh enjoy the rest of the episode have a good day yeah right an honest guy who he's really um transparent about him uh not necessarily him i guess you could say but like because he doesn't reveal his identity but about him and about his business right and it kind of like it brings like this mysteriousness because they're like who is this guy and who is this guy running this like crazy 
like brand yeah you know what i mean that's like it's 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 very it's a uh, pretty impressive what he's been able to do but it started off as a um, hashtag it blew up he decided like hey let me try some see if this would work as an apparel brand it worked and now he's uh you know an apparel lifestyle brand and um yeah when i knew that he doesn't reveal his identity because i met him in person without his mask of course i know him mm-hmm. and i know his real name i know his number and all that stuff mm-hmm. i was just like man i thought to myself this is gonna be different yeah having to do with a mask <laughs> on my freaking podcast and um <laughs> I I, th- I did think to myself I don't know that it would this be good would this be bad but because w- again we just spoke about it right so crap I love how see this is how I know you're such a good host <laughs> how this how this translates to the, the next subject just because I know him with the conversations we have his energy the type of people like he's a friend of a friend too right I knew like that's just an appearance yeah. like I gotta have this guy on my podcast yeah. you know came on we did a long episode i remember that it was long and um it's good dude like he was able to tell his story and um it's, it's he's he's very interesting man love yeah. that guy yeah shout out to slush god man <laughs> where's he located at he's uh santa Ana. got you okay yeah. yeah that was very interesting to me you know i've uh i can see a, a lot of positives and a lot of negatives from from navigating your business Mm-hmm. in that way you know um especially nowadays people like to know who the owner of a business is mm-hmm. because they want to see if they they align with them if they relate to them their yeah. ideas you know you've met a business before and then you're like oh wow this is such a great business and you meet the owner and you're like man fuck this business <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. taking these fucking car parts off yeah yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. but uh, i wonder if it's a it's it's a like an insecurity thing that he hasn't tapped into yet Mm -hmm. that it's it's he figured out how to get around that insecurity how to make it interesting as like a mystery still go on with his uh with his goals and his dreams and whatever he wanted to do by not attacking the actual issue that's behind it that's kind of what what i got from it Mm -hmm. you know without knowing him without talking to him of course but that's like the first thing that came to my mind is maybe it's something that he doesn't feel like his his personality or his image or what have you resonates with the brand so Mm -hmm. he keeps it like uh mysterious yeah yeah i i you know what i i I don't think so. I think it's more of, it's cool. It, it, I, when I look at it, I think of it a couple uh, ways. Or right, one is um, I think it's great marketing. In yeah, my opinion, definitely. Right, mysterious. Right, as you, you we spoke about, anytime you have a business brand or whatever, people want to know your story. Mm-hmm. Storytelling is huge, right? Facts tell, stories sell, right? That's just a, that's just facts right there. And he has an incredible story, right? And it's just like, I don't know. It just brings like this mysteriousness of like, dude, who the fuck is this guy with this fucking crazy ass mask with a brand with all these <laughs> colors, you know? And then it has like a, a cool name, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like, it started off as like slushies, right? Yeah. Like a fascination for slushies, right? And um, I think what he's doing is pretty clever. It's unique. It's just different. Like how many lifestyle brands are out there? Right? Yeah, there's and a he, lot. And how do you distinguish yourself? Definitely. Well, definitely. His colors, his uh, his apparel, his designs, 
and then him the mystery <laughs> yeah the mystery of it is definitely a great selling point you know yeah. and i don't say that to be disrespectful to him or yeah, anything yeah, yeah, but no. it, it's you know when i see things like that it just it, it intrigues me yeah and you know and that's probably well, like, right. well, it caught your attention it right? caught my see? attention so he's doing great already yeah. man so uh let's give him a shout out dude what was his instagram yeah uh, uh slush cult slush cult yeah oh slush dope cult. man the yeah. cult yeah and i started my own cult too dude did you see that no no I yeah didn't. dude so uh it's a phone number if you guys text right now 818-403-3473 you text that number you add it to your contacts uh it'll once you text it, it's like automated it'll have you add you to your contacts and now it's uh i have your number and uh you can text me and i can text you and right now we're uh we're close to what is it? Seven hundred and seventy-six. So look, these are all the people, and uh, you'll probably love this, dude. Mm. Check this out. So if I want to message them, I can message on all of these sort of ways: location, age, gender. I think I've seen this. Yeah. Yes. We gotta talk about that. Definitely, yeah. dude. So it's so cool, man, that I can. Um, this is a, a better way for me. I'm building my own cult. You yeah. know, my own group because you know, with social media, when you post something, maybe even. 50 people will see it and actually engage and and take it in most of the time it's just okay oh cool podcast oh just keep scrolling i'll like that whatever and that's it you know mm -hmm. but this is actually a group of people that i can call to action so we've been yeah. um we've been sending out like sneak peeks of products that the public doesn't even know about i've done pre that's awesome pre-orders yeah. for products that the the public doesn't even know that product even exists and mm -hmm. they won't know until like september october yeah so this is kind of my my core group that i'm building yeah. and uh dope man so slush slush cult slush cult slush cult no. man everybody check them out i'm gonna check them out um, but it's cool, man, to have people like that just highlighting somebody like that. You know, I yeah. would have never seen that unless it would have crossed my path in some way. Mm -hmm. But for you to highlight him and then for him to, you know, have that way of marketing himself, for me to see him like, wow, that's pretty crazy. Maybe one day he'll end up on the podcast. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'll introduce you guys. He would, love, he would love to come on the podcast. I know that for sure. And it, it, that's just the thing. Like, I understand I have like this niche. Yeah. Right? And you kind of have this niche, too. But the reality is, is that, you know, in order for the podcast to be interesting and just like, because in reality, everything's related. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whether that's people, whether that's business, whatever it is. Right. You know, I'm just not going to do people that are just in business. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like I would love to have a musician, more musicians Definitely. on my podcast. Right. Even though musician does tie into business. Like I like is this like joe rogan joe yeah. rogan has every fucking motherfucker in there but like, i know most of them are like in that mma realm i think right but i mean he has like every person there yeah and i know like like the type of people me and you are we just want to have conversations with people yeah, we're not yeah, going to discriminate yeah. just because oh you're not in the auto industry oh you're not in entrepreneurship like yeah. no that's stupid you know what i'm saying so and that's one of the things i tell people too who start the podcast like listen who's your target audience and you got to make sure it's not so narrowed yeah. So let's just say, for instance, you wanted the, your podcast to be about the Funk at Olympics. Mm -hmm. Well, the Olympics only have a certain <laughs> amount of, you know, yeah. time, right? So, like, how is your podcast going to stay relevant? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? That's a good yeah. That's an example. Yeah. So what was, the, uh, what was the thing that clicked in you that, hey, I got to change this around or this isn't how I wanted it to go or I want to speak to more people. This is putting me inside of a box. Because the last time that we talked, that was your train of thought was that you – your podcast represented what you were uh, the guests that you were expecting entrepreneurs hardworking people and and business 
minded people. Yeah. So what made you think that you needed to, to broaden out of that? Yeah, you know what? I just think, again, when I started my podcast, I looked at three things. Uh, three things I love. I wrote it down on a fucking notepad. If you guys didn't listen to the uh, my first episode here, that's what it was. I started the reason why I started my podcast because I wanted to hone in on three things I love. One was networking. Second one was, um, was people. Yeah. And the third was just conversations. Right. Now I I was doing all that with you know during that time when I would have the specific guests, but I really started to focus on like you know what I just love people and networking and having those raw conversations gotcha regardless of what your background is regardless of what industry you are i really just love the conversations yeah you know what i'm saying and if we could have like a sh- conversation that i feel you know has some wisdom mm-hmm. behind it and or if it's just a really good conversation whether you know whatever the dialogue is in regards to i don't know current events or just whatever right then to me, like you're a good person to have on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. You know, what I'm saying even though like I'm very particular who I have, I take that back now. I'm kind of like, you know what? If you're just a good person, I feel like you could provide wisdom to my audience, and we could have a good conversation. More than likely, I'll have you on. Yeah, you know I mean, what I'm even being particular, that's to the point where when you speak to somebody, if they can have a conversation, if they can hold a conversation, because yeah. <laughs> I've had guests on where you know I ask them a question, and you're getting like a one minute answer, oh, and then they're gosh. just like. I'm like, fuck, dude, this is going to be a rough one. <laughs> dude, I have people like that, too. They're fucking like crazy on social media. They're, you know, they're they seem like the coolest person in the world. They hop on the fucking podcast like, yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was good. <laughs> Great time in my life. And I'm just like, OK, so what you know, what about this? What about this? Yeah. Like, it's all like dot, dot, dot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. So since you've spoken to so many of these entrepreneurs, I know entrepreneurship at this moment right now is extremely trendy and it's getting flooded with a, a lot of people that really don't have that spirit inside of them, although they they want to be. They're emulating what uh, what they think that they should be doing. You know, have you run into that a lot on your podcast or in that networking area? Of like what, like fake entrepreneurs, or what do you mean? Uh, sort of. I don't want to say fake, but people that that you understand that they're kind of doing it for uh for the entrepreneurship rather than um you know as com- making goals happen, you mm-hmm. know, creating a business or or what like have glor- you. Just glorification, exactly, like exactly. doing the bandwagon and all stuff. Um, I have. I've come across a lot. In regards to them being on my podcast, no, because again, I guess that's where that particularness yes, yes, yes. like comes into place. Like I do my due diligence. Like I'll know, like okay, this is a real dude. Yeah, right. And everyone's, I guess, interpretation of what an actual entrepreneur is, I guess, is different, right? But of course, dude, like that's so funny you bring that up because I, I, I just feel like, especially nowadays, because I, my, my thing, what I truly believe in is, I run into people for a reason mm-hmm. like does that make sense like yes, I, I cross paths with people for a reason like you know i think that's like god's intention yes. like i you know and the more i get to know people especially in business and entrepreneurship whatever it may be slowly and surely they begin to reveal themselves yes just by the way they act they talk their actions like you know what i mean everything yeah right and then you begin to realize man this is a real motherfucker yeah you know what i'm saying or Man, dude, this guy, this guy um, is not a man of his word. Yeah, this person's always late. This person, you know what I mean? Yeah. And slowly begins to reveal himself, and that's where I like to tell everyone I'm doing this a lot now lately. I like to audit my time mm-hmm. because I'm just like, 
dude, look at this person's like really starting to waste my time. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're, they're not taking my time serious. Definitely. Like, how do you expect me to value your time if you don't value mine? You get what I'm saying? Definitely. And I'm really starting to hone in on that um, auditing my circle. Because again, you know, to me, it's a self-reflection on me too. If if I'm like being, if I'm being surrounded and involved with a bunch of these fools that are like, just like, they're full of shit, they're fake, they're all gossip, whatever it may be, yeah. and toxic energy. To me, that's a reflection of me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or maybe, maybe it's bad luck. I think more it's a reflection of me. Definitely. I'm like, man, I'm either not auditing my circle correctly or like, this is a reflection of me. I got to be better. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe I, I'm still negative. Maybe yeah. I'm still like, I don't value other people's time. Like I say I do. You know what I mean? So, um, oh, that's for sure. Dude. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there that are fake, dude. Like they're fake. They're all talk. And I'm just like, that's where like... That's like, for instance, like I'm big on communities and networks, especially in the business and entrepreneur space. You know, I come across a lot of them and I'm not trying to say I'm perfect. Like I have my own issues too. I get that. But I encourage people all the time. I'm like, yeah. listen, if I'm not a man of my word, I want you to tell me. Yeah. I will not take offense because I want to, I'm always on this long journey of becoming the best version of me. Definitely. You get what I'm saying? So I always encourage people. And I tell people this all the time too. It's like, if I wasn't pushing you or challenging you to be better, what type of friend am I? I'd be doing you a disservice. If I wasn't pushing you, Frank, to become a better podcaster, to be a better husband, to be a better yeah. friend, whatever it may be. To me, I feel like that's not a true friendship and I'm not pushing you. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So again, like, yeah, dude. just these, And then I come across these people, again, wasting time. They say they're going to do something. They don't do it. Dude, habits and those trends, like, you, be, you begin to recognize it and that it says something about you. Yeah, you know? uh, I think uh, uh, you, you said something about, you know, the friends that you would be around wasting your time and things like that. You know, I think that's a, that's more on the norm than it's not. You know, us, we're on the minority of things. So when you step away from that and actually observe what it is, what people do on with their time, what they feel is interesting, when you step away and, and, and audit all that stuff, then you realize like, damn, this is a society that I don't want to be a part of. Absolutely. So when you start separating yourself, then you become talk of those kind of people. Oh, look at EJ. He thinks he's this. He thinks he's yeah. that. And then that's that's normal because those people haven't stepped away. Mm -hmm. They're in the cloud. You know, they haven't had a chance to step away and just see like, damn, I'm really wasting my time worried about this bullshit that doesn't have anything to do with me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not focusing on things that I really want to accomplish because my time is tied up in something else. So when you're that kind of person that pulls yourself away, it's a very lonely thing, but mm -hmm. it's a very courageous thing to do because you're stepping Powerful away. Word. Powerful word. You, you know what that. I mean? Mm -hmm. You're stepping away from the, uh, from, I feel what we're designed to do. We're designed to be like that. We're designed to be negative people complaining mm -hmm. because we're not supposed to look around and, well, what the fuck is really going on here? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why I'm kind of glad with all the things that are going on in society right now. You know, people think like that's fucked up to say that you're glad. But do you have to destroy things to be able to rebuild them? Yeah. Things need to be destroyed yeah. to figure out, yo, what's really going on? Yo, black people are really treated like that mm -hmm. nowadays. You know, po police brutality. It's like it's that apparent. Like, and then you're, once your eyes start opening up. Then you start looking locally. Then you start looking at your friends and you're hanging out with your friend and all they're doing is just talking shit or saying this political things or whatever. And you're just like, fuck, man, 
I wanted to hang out with you to have a good day. You're bringing me down right now. Yeah, you know? and, and exactly what you're saying. So look, I mean, you people, you're going to come across this, right? People listening to this. You're going to feel like a shithead, yeah. right? Because you'll be like, damn, you know, they're going to try to put you down. Oh, you're too good. You know, who are you? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's just like the, the best example, right? If you got a group of friends and all they do is talk shit and gossip, like, dude, there comes a certain point where that shit gets old. Yeah, definitely. It's just like toxic energy, dude. That translates to you. It does. You may not realize it, but it does. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you're, would you rather be surrounded by positive energy or negative energy? Let's At the be end real. of the day. Right. So, I mean, there's no issue with you stepping away from that, right? It's just for you. You have to understand, like, I like to put it this way. These motherfuckers that I'm stepping away from, they're not going to be a part of my life in the future. That's the truth. They're, they don't have to deal with the consequences. They don't, they're not paying my rent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. There comes a point where in your life that you're going to have to figure out like, hey, like I need to make decisions for my future. This is, it is about me. And that sounds selfish, but it's the truth. Yeah. You got to focus on you and your energy. At the end of the day, you're not married to these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you have to, and that even may be, um, be a part of a relationship, too. If you're maybe your spouse or whoever is negative, you got to start thinking, like, is that how you want to live the rest exactly. of your life? You know exactly. what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. Like, I think I came to realization and I know you have, too. There just came a point in my life where I was like, I liberated myself. I was like, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks about me no more. Yeah. I don't care if I'm in a new business and people are like going to knock me down. Like, oh, EJ's doing this now or he's that or like whatever. I don't care what people think about me or what I do. They're not paying my fucking rent. Yeah. They're not going to be there like down the road, like 10, 20 years from now. You know what I'm saying? They don't yeah. got to deal with the consequences. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I encourage everyone to fucking liberate yourself. Just do whatever the fuck you want and don't care what anyone thinks. I love it, man. And uh, you you touched on something that you, with the, that question I asked you about the entrepreneurs. And, uh, you know, I, I heard this great quote one time and it's from uh, this guy. His name's Tax Stone. I don't know if you're familiar Tax with Stone. him. Tax Sa Stone. Sounds familiar. He has, uh, he used to have uh, one of the biggest podcasts in like uh, hip hop culture, but then he ended up getting arrested. And right now he's he's been locked up for the last few years. But he was doing a podcast from jail and he said something. He said that you don't meet people when you first meet them. You meet them over time, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I like to think about that when I think about the people that I have relationships in the automotive community and that those relationships have run their time. You know, there's more relationships that have run their time than not because you know like you said i'm very picky with my energy the people i have around and at the end of the day the people that i do business with if yeah. i do business with a shitty company there's shit on my hands mm -hmm. you know what i mean so when you when you meet somebody and you meet them over time the layers start peeling off yes. and then you start realizing who this person is deep down mm -hmm. and that could be a uh, uh, positive or negative whichever way you look at it because i've met people and i'm like dude this dude's a fucking asshole and then after that layer started coming down i'm like wow this is a really great person yeah it was just they have a guard up or there's know, a reason I, they're like that exactly yeah. exactly yeah. so um another reason i asked you about that question is because uh one guy i know you follow and i follow as well andy Frisella. Mm -hmm. that's the reason that he got out of the uh entrepreneurship uh, MF CEO podcast was because of how much facade there was into it. Mm -hmm. And then that transitioned over to real as fuck mm -hmm. or real AF uh, new podcast. 
and um, I know that you're part of his uh, his Arate syndicate with him and Ed Milet. So uh, can you actually let us know what that is and uh, your part into it? Yeah, and yes. how that's benefited you. So it's an entrepreneurship um, group of individuals, right? Entrepreneurs, a group of individuals that you know come together, and it's really a community, right? Uh, we always have this saying like. You know, there's people out there who think different, who want to be excellent in all areas of their life, right? And it's really a group of people trying to be the best version of themselves. Obviously, um, entrepreneurship is a big part of it, right? But we're just, uh, we want to be there to support each other, level each other up. I think a lot of people out there feel lonely, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes, like, you're just a certain way, the way you operate, the way you think, you know, the way you do things. And you just can't find an attachment or a community to relate with. Right. And we have a group of people there, like really, really solid people, all walks of life, different businesses who've come together. And their goal is to really is what it is. Arte means excellence. Okay. Right. And it's to be excellent in all areas of life. What language is that? Um, Greek. Greek. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's awesome. I've been uh, the third year just started um, one of the founding members there and we've done a few changes, but I've loved it, man. I've met some of the most uh, remarkable people there who I call brothers like for life now. Nice. And there's people like like I've it's never been like this, but there's people I've identified like not only they're going to be my brother and sister for life, but like if a business opportunity came, I would say yes. Yeah. Like instantly with that particular person because I just know how they operate. Like we kind of have a, this is like a, I guess a Arte thing. It's just the way it is, right? Like if you were to, if me and you were to be partners in something, right? I would operate in the sense that no matter what, I come last. Mm -hmm. You come first being my business partner. What's best for you and what's best for the business? I come last. Gotcha. Right. And that's the type of, you know, I guess the teachings, I guess you could say, and the mentoring that we get. Right. We we go over lots of different things from culture to, you know, cash flow to marketing, you name it. Yeah. Right. And it's just it's awesome, man. And I encourage everyone, not even just that, I encourage everyone, even if it's not entrepreneurship related to join a community where you could align yourself with people with the you know similar um, ideologies, morals, values, principles things like that you know and it doesn't even have to be business related you know just anything yeah you know what i mean just like the car community dude, the car community is crazy you yeah. know i know that i know you know that um join a community and make sure you join a community that's good that's good for you and it helps you grow you nice so have you had one-on-one combos with andy i haven't personally no i've had some conversations with ed gotcha, right? gotcha. um it's more of like obviously it's a huge group yeah Right. And it's just it just depends. Uh, We have different events and things like that. But the mentorship is there. It's as a group, which I think is cool, because then it's not it's not like it's like this one on one thing where they're like favoring this, favoring that. Um, But it's it's awesome, man. Um, I, you know, obviously there's a cost to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it's dude, I wouldn't be in it. You know what I'm saying? It costs money. It takes up some of my time. You know, we have calls, you know, we get the mentorship and guidance mentorship's huge man you know everyone should seek a mentor um it's it's huge man if you're trying to emulate someone or you align yourself with someone you should probably get mentored by someone who's been there and done that yeah you know what i'm saying definitely so um in your in your everyday life and you know with the podcast and things that you want to do where do you grab inspiration from and who are some people that are inspirational to you or that you look for 
as um you know not somebody that you would want to be but just sort of like uh like guidance kind of yeah that's a hard like question a model that's a hard question to answer because i i find i'm the type of guy who's very particular and i like to i find inspiration from the littlest things i always like to use this example like you know of course i find inspiration from one of the high profile entrepreneurs i've been on my podcast right one that started a beautiful family yeah one that has financial freedom right someone that represents positivity good energy want always pays it forward right that's someone i want to emulate of course that's what i want to do yeah right then i find inspiration from someone i always use as an example like my barber mm-hmm. cool guy shout out to him um you know i remember times where he was just saving up to start his own place yeah you know to have his own little shop right and for him to tell me that and then he makes it happen after you know saving up and putting action and actually doing what he says he's gonna do yeah i find inspiration from that too you know what i'm saying so to answer your question it's like i find inspiration from all different places obviously i'm gonna stick to a few particular like mentors like a group of mentors who like i look up to and i'm like man i want i want to be like that i want to be well spoken i want to carry myself everywhere i go i want to inspire people i want to have financial freedom i want to have a big house i want to you know um pay it forward i want the nice car and those are like i get it like those are like um you know physical things or whatever but like just overall there's a lot of people that you know i aspire to be like you know what i mean but of course be my version too definitely but I find little inspiration from other people too. And I think that's what's cool about being surrounded by high operating, good flow people, good energy people, is because you find the inspiration there. How can you not find inspiration from people who are just good? Yeah. Have good energy. You know what I'm saying? I find inspiration every time I fucking come in here. <laughs> I find you, inspiration bro. for you. Like, dude, when you text me and like we're just chatting, like how we're thriving during this busy time, that inspires me too. I'm like, shit, man, like that's dope. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, Frank's killing it. Frank's a hard worker. Thank that you, inspires bro. me. It reminds me again, yo, you got to work hard too. Yeah. Don't give up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you could find inspiration from all different sources. I, guess I love say. it, man. So tell me about this book that you brought, man. I really appreciate you brought me this gift of a book, of how, <laughs> how Money Works. Stop Being a Sucker by Tom Matthews and Steve Sabold. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm so... It's crazy how you're highlighting this. No, it's just... um. Uh, with Ed Milet, I um, partnered up with him working with this firm. It's financial services. You know, we're just trying to empower people to, you know, really take serious about their money. Gotcha. You know, uh, really think educating yourself because there's a huge problem out there right now. Uh, like literally, it's like the number one economic crisis in the world. It's financial illiteracy, mm-hmm. right? Not knowing how to save, manage, invest, earn, all that stuff. Your money. Yeah. Right. It's a huge, huge problem. And, um, you know, I started working for a firm. I'm licensed now. It's just a, you know, side hustle that I'm doing. You know, I'm, you know me, dude. I got so many jobs. Like, <laughs> I, I just want to do everything, yeah. right? But, um, you know, um, to me, I, I take money serious um, because, again, it, I look at it as a tool, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think money reveals people, right? It accelerates and it reveals who you are if you make a lot of money. Yeah. Also reveals yourself if you lose a lot of money, right? And I want to use money as a tool to accelerate the goals that I want to do and also be a contribution towards society, right? I can't accomplish like starting a non, you know, like a charity or, you know, all that other good stuff that I want, or philanthropy or whatever it is I'm trying to do. Yeah. If I had money, let's just be real. I could probably make that happen a lot quicker. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, the goal is to really empower people to take their finances serious, to educate them. 
and dude i know you're about your money so i just had to bring the book man yeah, appreciate it you know what i'm saying and um, that's really all it is dude um you know i think this is one of the uh, a really good book and the reason why it's just you know it's like 100 pages it's very visual it's like a children's book yeah um i wish i was the author <laughs> take credit for that but um yeah i just wanted to uh, you know bring it to you man i appreciate just, it man thank you so much so can this uh is this available like on amazon or yeah yeah it's on available on amazon all right guys i'm about to read this one so make sure you <laughs> check it out uh talking about money man and podcasting i was just watching a podcast with uh are you familiar with andrew schultz he's a comedian yeah 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 so andrew schultz he has well he's uh one half of brilliant idiots podcast with Charlemagne the god mm -hmm. but he also has another podcast it's called flagrant two with akash singh and uh, he he had on the lawyer that was on one of the teams for uh, El Chapo, and oh, um, they were talking about money laundering and tax evasion. And dude, anybody listening, man, if if you're interested in either of those subjects, <laughs> you really need to go check that out, man. Uh, try not to do any Googles on it or anything. <laughs> But um, that was just, uh, it's, it's just like that with that that kind of conversation, you know, Andrew having the platform, him just thinking like, wow, uh, I wonder how money laundering works. And then he's able to talk to this guy who was actually, you know, part of El Chapo's team, which I don't know if they were money laundering or not. I'm sure that they were. Yeah, yeah. I would never say anything bad about El Chapo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it, it was a cool one to watch, man. So speaking of podcasting, what who are some of the podcasts that that you listen to, like on your role? Mm. Um, it's crazy because I feel like there's so many podcasts out there, and like, dude, you were just highlighting the podcast that you listen. To. I'm like, damn, mm. that's a lot of podcasts. Like, that's a lot of time, man. Uh, but that's good though, because again, like, I almost feel like podcasting is like the new school. Yeah, now, you know what I'm saying. But you learn new, a lot, new education system. Yeah, you learn how to money launder. <laughs> Yeah, um, who do I listen to? Definitely uh, um, Andy Frisella, mm -hmm. dude. I, I just love how transparent it is, man, and just like how you know he brings like this whole new perspective towards the shit that's really happening. Like he says this shit that's not being said. I yeah. fucking love it. Um, I listen to his um, every now and then. I listen to Ed Milet's, and then of course that's a given because those two are my mentors. Yeah, um, man, dude. You know what? I'm going to be real. I've taken the step back as, as far as listening to podcasts. Gotcha, I'm trying gotcha. to get into reading more. Okay, gotcha. You know what I mean? Because I like to read and I like to highlight. And I just feel like it's it, it uh, sticks with me yeah. a little more. Um, but yeah, I would say probably those two. Gotcha. Now, speaking of reading, what are some of the uh, books that you've read lately? Um, Well, one is that book. I have this new book that my buddy who was just on my podcast, Sharon, just uh, sent me. Man, I can't think of the title right now off the top of my head, but it's really good. It's a, it's basically about um, uh, putting a vision in place and executing on it in regards to your business or whatever your vision is, right, for your goal. Um, one of my favorite books is The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. That's yeah. like one of my favorite books of all time. It just expands your mind in regards to how pe how you think and how you should you know you, you should start thinking right um i read uh man up by bedros Koulian. i love that book ed Milet's book called max out obviously these are all kind of entrepreneur business related books um i gotta finish bobby hundreds book i got that oh, got you got you um my buddy's sending me over andy frisella's book i'm about to read that 
Um, truthfully, I got a line of books that I need to catch up on. It's almost like my fucking podcast episodes. I'm falling behind, bro. Bro, I, I feel you on that, dude. Uh, yeah. Bobby Hundreds, um, this is not a t-shirt. That book is amazing. Yes. You know, I really want to read it again. I read it last summer when we were on vacation, and I just blew through it, man. It's so yeah. great. And uh, ever since then, I've uh, been a real... A, a lot larger fan of Bobby Hundreds than than before, than yeah. just from the streetwear brand, you know. Yeah. And even speaking of the cult that we started, he's one of the reasons that I started it because he nice. he had the phone number first, and he would actually text back. So I'm sure people have seen that uh, the nice. phone numbers floating around. You know, uh, Mikey Taylor, who was on your podcast and my podcast, mm -hmm. he has one. Uh, ben Ballers had one. Um, Gary V, you know. But all of these guys will add. Um, Excuse me, Mikey Taylor does answer back, but the other guys they don't, and I understand that they're they're busy. But it's a virtual, Bobby Hundreds, it's a virtual assistant, yeah, man, Bob, yeah, Bobby Hundreds is uh, busy too, mm -hmm. you know. And I've had actual conversations with him, and that just made me feel like, well, if this guy, being as large as he is, is able to uh, communicate with his audience one by one, you know, I can do the same thing. So it really motivated me to to get into that. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would recommend finishing that book. That book is amazing. Yeah. But I do have a lot of books that I have that I haven't read as well. Um, Russ, that rapper that I was saying, he mm -hmm. actually came out with a book. That oh, I did finish he? Nice. that one. Yeah. Um, I know Rick Ross came out with a book too. I that think, one, right? I read that book. That, that book is awesome, man. Okay. Really good. And it's, you know, I just like to mix in everything that I'm uh, into. You know, I'm into hip hop culture. I'm yeah. into streetwear. So if I can tell how, or if I could read how these guys made it, it, it registers a lot more to me rather than somebody else that that taking the more professional route yeah. of things. Yeah, you know, so it gives um, you perspective, definitely. Right? It gives you perspective, and you know, um, you know, these are different worlds. You know what I'm saying? But everything's kind of related too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel that if you're a hustler, man, you can relate with another hustler, mm -hmm. no matter what yes. business they're in, what they do. You get it. You yeah. know, you understand it. Yeah. So EJ, for you being such a disciplined person, uh, I know that <laughs> I'm, I'm far from disciplined, man. <laughs> I know that you have to have um, some uh, some guilty pleasures. You know, some things that you waste time on. So, uh, what, oh, yeah. what, what what would those things be? What do I? Uh, uh, I feel like I'm on my phone too much, gotcha. even though my business is on my phone. I do feel like I'm kind of surfing, whether it's Instagram or the internet. Yeah. I would say that. Um, not gonna lie, I've just always been a movie person, so I do watch movies. But like, I'm having this issue lately of just finding some good movies. Okay. So if you know any good movies, please shoot me a text. What man. genre are you listening in or watching? Dude, I'm like into anything. I guess you could say I'm not so much. I mean, obviously, I love action. I love thrillers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, things that keep you engaged. I'm not. I guess I could say I'm not really too much into. Um, I don't know what do you call it? like romantic movies too much. I Got guess. you. Um, rom coms are cool, I guess. You know, me and my wife watch those. Um, but I would say, yeah, like I I love to watch movies, and um, I don't know. I want to say it's like a waste of time because it's with my wife. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. At least for me, when I'm trying to find a good movie, and I waste my time, dude. I watched this terrible movie called The Assistant. Mm -hmm. Not only did I pay for that shit on Amazon Prime, I, Netflix, I forgot where it was, but it was by far one of the worst movies. Like, I literally, like, you know, there's, like, times where you recognize, like, I want my fucking, like, two hours, an hour, like, yeah. refunded. Yeah. That was by far one of the worst movies I've seen. And I paid for that shit. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. So, um, I would say it's those. Um, 
I mean, there's times too where I just love to chill yeah. and just like lay down and just kind of clear my mind. I don't know if you would call that a waste of time because that's kind of like me time. Yeah. But I think just the way I operate, I like to be productive. Yeah. You know, so I guess that's uh, that's something I'd waste my time on. And yeah, I think that that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs get trapped in is um, managing their time and uh, maximizing their time as well. And thinking yeah. that like when you're spending time with family, you could be doing something else. You could be doing something more productive, you know, and um, that's the way that I looked at it for a long time, dude until i looked at it from the other way mm -hmm. looking at it from you know my family's point of view and them feeling second to the business to the grind or yeah. whatever so whenever i'm with my family and we're watching uh, some tv or just wasting time or on our phones i feel like that is time together and us you know bonding you know, not everything has to be this move is to this, this move is to this, you know, and I feel like at least the way that I look at things, if you talk to another entrepreneur, of course, you're wasting time. But at the end of the day, bro, this is a marathon. It's not a race. Mm -hmm. Whether I get there when I'm 40 or I get there when I'm 50, yeah. I'm still going to get there, you know, but I'm not wasting. I'm not running through my 20s and 30s, just grinding, grinding my dick off. So when I get 40 and 50, then I could have everything that I want yeah. you know it, it, i feel that it's like an organic slow growth yeah. but everything needs time and attention not just whatever's making you money yeah dude i ain't gonna lie like because i'm so busy i low-key like i'm talking like from a scale of one to ten ten being the worst i low-key like maybe it's like a a, a one or maybe 0 0.05 when i'm away from my phone i get like this I don't know what you want to call it anxiety. Yeah. Dude. But I'm just like, fuck, like. It's an addiction. Yeah, sure. yeah. Well, just because, you know, like, I feel like uh, I feel like speed is currency. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the faster you could take action on something, like, the better the results. So I feel like if there's a missed opportunity where I didn't address something for, like, I don't know, like, four hours, five yeah. hours, whatever, then, like, shit, I'm a step behind. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, again, like, exactly what you said. I, gotta, I recognize that there's times where you just got to have me time. Yeah. Whatever that is to you family time put your phone away i do my best to do even like when i fucking walk my dog with my wife like i i know i should probably put my phone away or like yeah. leave it um i gotta do a better job at that I ain't gonna lie <laughs> hey, it's just knowing where you have those opportunities and focusing on them as much as possible because people don't even realize that those are are opportunities yeah you know yeah. i've been with people so many times and you know they're on their phone the whole time and we're not even engaging and it makes me think like for one we're trying to have this connection but for two how many times have i done that to somebody else yeah you know so i i it's crazy because i i hate that i hate when i'm talking to a motherfucker and they're just like on their phone it's like yo talk to me yeah but i recognize too that i've done that a few times yeah so like i always like try to remember back like shit i got yeah like dude look at this mug like yeah. actually have a conversation with them you know what i'm saying stop being like so distracted you yeah. Know what I'm saying? So, yeah so on movies what's the last movie that you've seen that was interesting to you man i've been watching a lot of reruns man yeah um obviously i feel like at least for me i feel like the all the movies have slowed down with yeah, covid and definitely. shit like dude me and my wife we had the um what do you call it the amc package thing okay. where you just pay a monthly yeah, and yeah, then yeah. you could see like so many movies within the month obviously that shit was um is uh, on a halt right now um man it was a good movie 
I you know what I just saw a rerun of Gladiator. Man, that movie's classic, dude. I, I really hope that. you haven't seen Gladiator. No. Oh man, that's a classic, <laughs> bro. Russell Crowe. Um, I hope they make a remake of that. Yeah, I have this. I don't want to say fascination, but I love like kind of like that Viking Roman Empire type of movies, like you know, kingdoms, kings, yeah. and shit like that. You know, obviously, yeah, Game of Thrones, that shit's dope too. Like, I, I was a fan of that, but I love that stuff, like Vikings and yeah. all that shit, because it's just about like power, uh, ruling, gotcha. politics, family, shit like that, right? And um, so, Gladiator, I just watched that. That's a classic movie. You gotta nice. watch that. But I hope someone really, really good fucking remakes that shit. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah. Good, dude. man. We just watched that movie with. Um... <sighs> forget that comedian he was with ariana grande pete davidson yeah yeah um yeah. the king of man um, yes Sand- king i just i just watched that too yeah what do yeah. you think of it it was long yeah fucking long <laughs> i was just like what the fuck but um i i got a little more fascinated by it when i found out it was actually really about him yeah like i think like maybe like 90 percent of the yeah it was, was, lo- like the real- it was loosely based on his life yeah um it's just interesting, man. Like, I, I remember kept telling my wife, like, man, like, it's crazy. Like, there's a lot of people who are suffering. Yeah. And, like, kind of, like, stuck at home or whatever. They're dealing with their own shit. And it's just crazy how one, I mean, that's a huge part of his life, right? His dad died. Yeah. Right? But um, it's just crazy how, like, some people's lives, like, take a huge turn just by an event like that, mm-hmm. man. And, um, you know, it seems like, obviously, with his real life, it went good. Right? He became famous, the comedian, all that stuff. But there's some people who obviously don't go that good. Like, they don't, you know, they don't recover, I guess yeah, you could say, yeah, right? Yeah. They end up committing suicide or whatever may happen. It's just like, it sucks. Like, people are hurting out there. But that movie was uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, I like that I like movie. How, like, lot, I wonder man. if he really did tattoo, like, something. You know what I mean? That shit's great. Like, tattooed a kid and tattooed the, 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 the um, his, <laughs> I guess, a stepdad or his yeah, future stepdad yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny. That was a good And it's funny because they're like, oh, he's so talented. And I was like, bro, that, that was a terrible, <laughs> that was like terrible, man. Yeah, uh, we haven't really been watching too many movies uh, since COVID, but we have been watching a lot of 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance? You, you never seen 90 Day Fiance? Mm, that, that's a show, I'm assuming? Yeah, it's okay. a show on TLC. It's, okay. it's actually a saga, bro. It's not a show. You got to give it that respect. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's four spinoffs of that show. So basically what it is, is people that are, um, you know, in a relationship with someone overseas and then they're you know, going to get married. And the whole the whole thing of it is if this person is going to scam you over, if they're really in love, the families on each side mm-hmm. are like conflicting because mm-hmm. they're they're trying to tell you that uh, they're just want you for the green card or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. awesome, man. It's, so is, is it real? Like based on real oh, yeah, like, yeah, people? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. definitely make you feel better about your life for sure. <laughs> Which, Isn't it funny when you watch something or you, you know, and then you think to yourself, like I've watched a few, like I guess Netflix documentaries and shit. And um, I forgot what uh, what the title was this one, but it was highlighting basically like different sports yeah. in different like countries, like the real countries. And one of them was, it happened to be Philippines, like, yeah. you know, I'm Filipino and it was deep diving. And I just like remember seeing that. I'm like, man, dude, like you watch something and then exactly what you said, like it makes you think how much of a great life you have. Yeah. Here. And that's where, you know, we could talk about this. I'm sure you're going to ask me, like, about the current event. Yeah. It just, like, pisses me off that so many people would talk down or take it, you know, don't take take their shit for granted what we got here. You know what I'm saying? You look, you, you watch stuff and you listen to things and you're just like, dude, like, people 
outside of America, bro, like you wouldn't fucking survive. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Like it's like I don't know. That's just me. I think know? a lot of people don't really understand what it's like in other countries, you yeah. know, or, um, or even under other states, mm-hmm. other cities, because they're so local. Yeah. There's a lot of people listening that they haven't been anywhere 7,500 miles outside of where they were born at. Yeah, you know. So when you when you that have such a, a shallow way of thinking about the the world, of course you're gonna have those type of uh, ideas and idealistics of of um whatever racism or classism or whatever that you think it is or even that america is so bad like bro go somewhere else yeah it is not as free as we are here yeah. you know it seems like we're getting a lot of freedoms taken away but this isn't this isn't the country this is the people that we've elected to be in control yeah. whether you want to say it's it's the president or all the way down to your local offices you know the way that things are being held um, or taken care of here in whatever city that you're in, that's the responsibility of like your local officials and your government. Yeah. So people people like to just think that like America is is just one thing that mm-hmm. controls everything, but it's really not. And we have a lot of control in who gets elected and who we support and people's eyes are just opening up right now when your liberties are getting taken away. Yeah. You know, so I feel like if you want somebody to blame about your life and the way that your life is, look in the fucking mirror, just go in your restroom and look in the mirror and you're the only one because no matter who the fuck is president, I don't care, dude. I don't care if Kanye's president. I don't care who's president (laughs) in 2020 or in November. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be doing it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And if aliens come, I'm still going to be doing it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to I'm going to be in like the the dope, the dope spaceship. Dude. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's just an ex- uh, to me it's just an excuse, man. Definitely. You you could play the victim mentality. You could uh I feel like and Andy talked about this in his podcast. I feel like nowadays people are just like, "Oh, I'm the victim." Oh, my people suffer more or yeah. you know, I'm this like I'm 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 affected more it's just like who's the bigger victim it's like shut the fuck up yeah i'm sorry man that it's just the truth like it's like the president is gonna isn't gonna define who you are and how you live your life yeah you know what i'm saying your local office person too isn't it's just you yeah definitely it's definitely you you look in the mirror it's you you choose how you want to let that control your life or navigate your life or you know impact your life you know what i'm saying and that's just what it is dude we're all human we're all like it's in our dna to adapt and evolve the question is are you just gonna go with it you yeah know what i'm saying that's that's all it is dude yeah definitely and, and you hit it on the head man i i never want nobody to feel sorry for me or to give me sympathy yeah. you know it, it even bothers me being hispanic when people post up like you know the elote man or people working in the fields and try to give them like uh like like sympathy mm-hmm. you know i'm like I know those people. They don't want fucking sympathy. Mm-hmm. You know, they're living the life that they need to live. You don't need to post them on social media and say, you know, look at these hardworking Mexicans. Like, they know they're hardworking, bro. It's, it's yeah. We're not part of your agenda, whatever the agenda yeah. is that yeah. you're, That's terrible. you're trying to push. They're trying you know? to mesh them together. Or it's some not shit. that, yeah, dude. Yeah. These people are hardworking people. They know what they have to do because they came from Mexico and they're trying to figure things out. And 
this is the job that they're working right now. How do you think these people would feel if they look on social media and some, you know, some huge celebrity reposted their picture and like uh, pandering down to them? Yeah. You know, everybody starts at different rungs of the ladder. And I know if I went to a different country, if I just went to like fucking Ecuador or something, mm. I'm going to have to start at the bottom. Yep. But how long I stay at the bottom determines on me yeah you know so there's just so much agendas going on right now people Mm -hmm. people claiming victims and people wanting you to feel sorry for them and when i see all this shit dude all i see is you're not taking accountability for your own life Mm -hmm. so you're making excuses why your life isn't how you think it is Mm -hmm. you know and and that is what that's a kind of the same thing that i was saying about being in that circle once you step away from it and look from the outside looking in it's like I don't want nobody to feel sorry for me just because I'm Mexican. Yeah. For what? Yeah. You know, Trump said, build a wall. You should feel, I don't feel any sort of way. Build a fucking wall. I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm not trying, I'm not trying to go over a wall. I'm not trying to do any of that shit. Like none yeah, of yeah. that has nothing to fucking do with me. Anybody yeah. could do whatever the fuck they want to do. Mm-hmm. And if that person is in control of things right now and that's what they want to do with their time, whatever that has nothing to do with me mm. because that wall and that trump and however anybody fucking thinks positive or negative it's not gonna help me fulfill these orders yeah <laughs> it's not gonna help me fucking podcast yeah you know those are the things that i'm trying to focus on mm-hmm. i'm trying to better myself and i'm trying to be the best version of myself that i can be and if these roadblocks do come up i'm not gonna go out and complain about them you're gonna jump over i can't do anything about it if there's a fucking wall i've seen so many videos of people just jumping over the wall that's what the fuck i would do Mm -hmm. okay there's a wall i'm gonna go over it i'm gonna go under it yeah you know i i'm not gonna complain that the wall's there yeah and it's It's already there it's there yeah what am i gonna do and that's the way that i like to think about things because when you think about it in that train of thought all the powers in your hands yeah you're not getting your power taken away and so many people are letting the power get taken away from them and using that as an excuse to why they can't thrive Dude, they they play the victim mentality and then they just find excuses again and again and again of why they can't succeed or yeah. thrive you get what i'm saying and it's funny because say for instance like you know like you said like you Dude, you probably know a lot of uh, fellow, you know, Mexicans or whatever that are fucking thriving. They're yeah, killing it, yeah. right? So what makes them different than this other person who's just sitting at their home like, oh, life's against me. <laughs> exactly. I'm oppressed. Life's not fair. God hates me. What's yeah. the difference? Yeah. I guarantee you, like, some of these really wealthy people are happy. It doesn't even have to be, like, like wealthy. They're just happy. I could guarantee you they just, they, you know, they choose. They make a choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. And it just sucks that people let themselves be stuck there. You know what I mean? It's just like that mind. Like you, and it's, it's all the stuff, the, all the agendas, all the narratives you're seeing on social media. It's just like you just see this one thing and you, you let your emotions already come to you and you react. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like there's always other angles and perspectives into something. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just sucks that people are. To me, I feel like people are zombies right now, dude. Yeah. It's fucking crazy, dude. Definitely. It's wild, dude. It's it's sad. Which makes it um, a lot easier for people who understand that, people who are outside and looking looking at how society is, makes it a lot easier for them to thrive, Mm -hmm. you know, because you understand that, you know, the the people that you're playing against, they're very handicapped right now because mm-hmm. they're letting all of these other they're carrying the weight of things that they don't need to carry mm-hmm. 
You know, I'm. Great way of putting it. Yeah, I'm very uh, aware of of COVID and what the effects it has on it and and the danger that it has. But I'm not gonna live my life like that. Yeah. If I end, I don't. I don't live in a reckless way. Mm. But if I end up having that, if something comes down and I get it, I'll deal with it then. Yeah. I'm not gonna deal with those problems that don't exist yeah. right now. I tell people all the time. So people always ask, like, how you been with COVID? I feel like I got busier during the shutdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I got busier. And I always tell people, regardless of what you think, right, whatever it is you think of COVID, you need to stop letting things that you can't control control you. Yes. These are things you can't control. So shut the fuck up, right? And just continue to move forward because you can't control that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Keep moving forward. And it's just, it's wild to me that people again are letting like this small whatever it's a scandemic pandemic you know whatever it may be like just control their life bro yeah. and slow it down you know it's just wild to me man it's unfortunate definitely man um always a good convo whenever you come bro yeah i really appreciate it dude yeah, it's same. it's great to talk to another entrepreneur and actually highlight the things that uh, most mainstream entrepreneurs don't highlight you know which is the, the struggles that come with it you know the losing of friends you know trying to navigate uh one thing that you did say that I, that i really resonated with was the loneliness of it yeah. you know because in this entrepreneur space how many people that that you know from your circle from where you grew up think the same way that you do mm-hmm. probably not that many people not, not many, yeah. but now you're surrounding yourself with other entrepreneurs and you know you're from like two hours away from where i am but I'll, I'll always text you and we'll throw ideas back and forth yeah. because I understand that you're on the same wavelength that I am. I feel like we don't text as mu- uh, text much as we should. Yeah, you know no, definitely, man. And, um, you know, it's just it's not to say that we're, again, like going that route, like we're better than other people. It's just exactly what we said, a different wavelength. Yeah. Like we just have a different focus and priorities in our life and we just resonate and we want to stick with those people because those people help elevate each other you know us yeah you know what i'm saying and um it's exactly right man again audit your circle yeah you know what I'm def- <laughs> yeah if anybody takes anything away from this that's a great way to put it dude audit your circle audit your time because at the end of the day time is the only currency that you really have mm-hmm. you can have all the money in the world but you can get hit by a car and right when you're listening to this that's it yeah you're done yeah you know so just make that impact that you want to see be that change that you want to see in the world that's yeah. that's why I like to live yeah, by. Yeah, man. Just just you know what? Just I feel the world the world's fucking chaotic right now, man. It's so chaotic. Don't let it be your problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not not you know, it's not under your control, you know what I'm saying? So just um live your life, you know what I'm saying? That's I, all it is. I love it, bro. Yeah. So before we get out of here, man, what are some things that we could look forward from you and the Parable podcast for the rest of 2020? Man, that's a good question. I almost feel I'm so busy that my future, I don't want to say it's uncertain. Yeah. Like I know where I'm going, but I just feel like my moves, like I feel like it's always changing. It's always adapting. Yeah. In regards to the podcast, um, I'm going to continue to put out more episodes, of course. You know, um, hopefully this COVID thing like goes away so I could really start ramping up again the episodes, getting people in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I, w- I just want to bring more um, guests, different guests, versatile. Maybe again, like we spoke about, right? Not so much maybe in business and entrepreneurship. Maybe it's just about current events. Maybe it's uh, about a certain subject that's yeah. not being spoken about in the world, right? 
Um, just want to put it out there, uh, put more episodes out. Um, I've thought about starting. I've I've been going back and forth of doing like a solo segment. I think you know, like a part of some of my episodes nice. were a solo segment. I haven't really found my voice. No, I, I take that back. Not like found my voice, but I just haven't found a flow. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But I want to be more. I want to let more out of me out there. Yeah, that makes sense. Just telling it like it is. Like, yeah. dude, like what the fuck this? Like, almost like I don't know if Andy for sales gang to me, but like, I just, <laughs> no, it's the truth. Like, I have a lot of things on my mind and a lot of things I want to say. I've kept quiet, and not just because I'm afraid to say it. It's just I, I, I. I'm that type of person. Like, I don't want to do something unless I feel like it or yeah. I'm in the mood or I'm in that flow. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And truthfully, the way things are now, I haven't really found that system or flow yet as far as that solo segment. But I, I want to get back into got that. You, I got really you. just want to, like, drop, like, a, I don't know, like a two five minute episode, like straight to the point, like, yo, what the hell is this going on right now? You know, and just speak my my thoughts and my wisdom and something quick. Whereas, like, you know, most of my episodes hour long hour and a half yeah. long just something quick and every now and then just drop that maybe that would be a good segment for igtv yeah you know just yeah. something short like that yeah. but uh yeah that's a great idea man because i know how podcasting is dude you uh when you have the guest on it's about the guest yeah but there's you being a conversational person and you having ideas and so much knowledge there's times that you want to get things out but you don't have a way to get it out. So I, I completely agree with yeah. that. And you should definitely focus on that, dude, because yeah. um, then people will understand the way that you think, you know, your stance on things. And yeah. right now it, it's really polarizing to have an actual stance. But at the end of the day, however you feel is how you feel. And yeah. if people can't understand and they don't want to fuck with you because of that, so be it. Mm -hmm. You know, you want people around to say, you know, EJ thinks his way about things. That's cool. But on the grand scheme of things, I know he's a good guy. Yeah. Same way with Andy. You mm -hmm. know, there's certain things that Andy thinks about that I don't certainly think about. Mm -hmm. You know, especially when he cuts people off. That <laughs> bothers me so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, that doesn't mean that I don't fuck with him. Yeah. You know, and just because somebody does one thing that is wrong in your eyes, you know, whether it's political or whatever it is, religion, whatever, dude. Yeah. You know, understand that that's one one subject about them, but it doesn't define them. And if there's something that, you know, that that bothers something about me or you or whatever, just you just know not to to navigate around it. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's, that, that's the problem right now is like all of a sudden people don't have a sense of respect for each other. Yeah. Frank feels this way about something. Oh, well, fuck him. Yeah. Like it's like what the fuck? Like since when like since when like people have different opinions? Since when is that like all of a sudden a bad thing yeah you know what i'm saying it's fucking weird and bro. we can't be uh we can't be prison to that as well as even though like the mainstream is you know yeah. you're getting you're getting canceled for things that you said 10 years ago or whatever that's, that's cool so stupid cancel me because i don't even give a fuck who you are you know mm. if you're the person that's gonna cancel me that's fine but i know that we have a lot of supporters that understand growth i always talk about growth all the time and people that are in the public are growing in the eyes of the public so obviously you're gonna see things about me or my character that is different than it was in the past because i'm growing in front of you mm. you're not growing in front of me so i can't call you out on things that you've done or things that you've said yeah you know what i mean so it's just the the way that you want to be treated you should treat other people and i know that sounds so stupid but 
would you really want to get canceled for something that you said when you were so a teenager? Dumb. So dumb. Of course not, dude. Like I, my level of thinking where my life was 10 years ago was different than how I am now. Six months ago. Yeah. I'm a different person than I was in yeah. the end of ni- uh, 2019. I'm, yeah, I'm a different person than I was yesterday. Exactly. Maybe not like a complete turnaround. But maybe 1%. Every day. Yeah. Every day you're changing, yeah. man. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Well, I love it, bro. You know, stay in the evolution that you are. I love it. In these 100 episodes, it's great to hear what, you, <laughs> what, you've, what you've done and to see that you're still on the path, man. Stay hungry, dude, bro. You're, you're a machine, man. What is that? One, this is 185? Oh, man, dude. When I get to 185, I'll be like, yo, Frank, I hit that 185, bro. I love Woo! it, man. I love oh, it. So man. before we get out of here, let everybody know where they can follow you and the podcast at and where they could get some of this parables drip from bro oh, i appreciate shoot. this uh this air freshener right here hey i ain't gonna lie i'm a transparent dude man my, my shopify store hasn't seen a lot of love in a while so <laughs> if, you, if you guys want to show some love uh, shop.ejcruise.com for any parables parables podcast merch this is a um by the way to anyone starting a podcast this is probably like one of the best marketing like tools out there because dude this is on your car yeah it has a name you forget that's there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I got to replace my air freshener, but it's just there, right? Anyway, shop.ejcruise.com uh, to check out the podcast, The Parables. You could search and uh, you should see my name pop up. Uh, also on YouTube, we, you know, I film just like how Frank does. And um, to reach out to me, Instagram is probably the best. At It's EJ Cruz. That's I-T-S. And then my name, EJ Cruz. E-J-A-Y-C-R-U-Z. Dope, bro. We'll definitely have it listed below. Uh, EJ, I really, really want to thank you for your time, man. I know that that time is very important to you, and for you to make this drive just definitely means a lot to me, man. Good. I'll always make time to come out here and do a podcast. You want me back at fucking, what is it, uh, uh, episode 285? I'm fucking (laughs) down, bro. 285 (laughs) is reserved for you, bro. Uh, So uh, make sure you guys check out the Parables podcast. Check out EJ. And uh, please, please check out our sponsor, Heel to Automotive. Been around since 2002, supplying you guys with the Honda Park that you need um and you were a honda guy too man we talked about that in episode one so uh if you guys want to hear more about ej's story make sure you check out episode 86 of downtime with downstar please check out heel toe automotive at heeltoeauto.com on instagram at heeltoe automotive and uh thank you guys for listening man this is episode 185 and we're out peace